This program contains mature subject matter. Including maladjusted youth, masochistic hillbillies, and the excitement of the price is right. It may be deemed inappropriate for our younger viewers. Viewer discretion advised. I would like, if I may, to take you on a strange journey. <laughs> Choice. I could put on these glasses or start eating that trash can. You maniacs! What is a man? When we are successful, we will be. We have a real chance to this Hey, Red. Good day, Mr. Red. Wait a minute. Where's the other idiot? Other idiot? Do we know another idiot? Where's Eric? Where's Eric? Where are you, man, and who wants to know? The U.S. government, that's who. Like I read by 1984, the government will have tracking devices on all of us. And after that, they're going to jam electrodes in our brains so they can read our memories. Damn, U.S. government. Damn, U.S. government. Without our government, you'd be stuck in Siberia now, sucking the juice from a rotten commie potato. Let me tell you something. If the U.S. government decides to stick a tracking device up your ass, you say thank you. God bless America. Thank you and God bless America indeed. It's Behind the Schemes, episode 28, January 11th, 2021. How are you doing tonight, Malachi? I'm doing great. I'm ready to de- deconstruct some, some news, talk about some communists. Yeah, uh, you, you ready to suck some of those commie potatoes, those rotten commie potatoes? Mm, well, you know, we might as well go ahead and start getting used to the flavor mm. now, because um, it ain't going to be long. Ain't gonna, Well, I don't even know if it's going to be long. Are we already there? What's going well, on? <laughs> there's still some wealth around for a minute, you know, uh, but... But man, this shit this shit happens fast when you get uh, complete radical communist, uh, you know, to take over every bit of the government. It's it's pretty terrifying, really. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Shove that sound- tracker up your ass, <laughs> but it's a really big tracker, and you're gonna like it. <laughs> I was promised electrodes in my brain. God damn it. I don't need none of this vaccine chip bullshit. How do you think they're getting the electrodes in there? God, at this point, I'm fairly certain it's coming through uh, social sesame. But I did see on somewhere, uh, no agenda social, someone referred to social networks as socknet. I was like, man, that's so 
That's so perfect. Socknet. So I might switch from social sesame to, uh, to the old socknet. I think mm-hmm. that sounds fairly appropriate. Uh, and if I, if I don't recall, I seem to re- I seem to, I seem to re- uh, remember hearing something about someone getting banned. I, I don't remember who somebody got banned. Yeah. Somewhere. I, was it, uh, Facebook or um, Facebook doesn't ban people. Oh, well, was it was it Instagram? Maybe it been somebody important. Hmm. Oh, it was the uh, it was the one with the fucking bird thing. The the one where you the the with the with the twits right with the twits and the eagles. <laughs> Some uh, parents are calling it a scare tactic. Even I don't know where that's playing from. In the <laughs> With all started, the challenges of virtual learning, a little while ago. never imagined this. An officer. Sh- I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I was actually, like, oh, you want to go there now? Let's we'll, go there now. We'll edit it out. Uh, so anyway, I don't know why it started playing. That's really fucking weird. Well, that's uh, weird because when you went out, when I was, you know, um, if you, right before we started, it just came on. I listened to the whole thing. Oh, um, hmm an interesting clip so whatever yeah, this is a yeah we'll, we'll we'll get to this one i don't know about that I, I don't know why i did that i'm sorry mm-hmm. um but yeah that, that's definitely the big buzz uh grumpy old ben's no agenda they all covered trump's epic ban from twitter uh and then that folding into it you got amazon aws banning parlor as a platform with apple and Google remo- removing the app from their uh, from their downloaders. Completely insane for this to happen. And uh, they did, Parler did bring a, an antitrust lawsuit against Amazon. So we'll see that get thrown out of court because of no standing. I'm not <laughs> sure. Um, fairly certain technical term, baseless. 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 Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, we pre- this like they proved it was a a fair election. How? Well, they said it was a fair election, so they proved it. It's definitely Isn't that insane. Gonna, uh, gonna gonna create some sort of massive cognitive dissonance. Gonna put half the population in one side of the fence and the other half of the population on the other side of the fence. Yeah. Uh, I, I want, let's go into just, uh, if you don't mind, um, <clears throat> let's just go into whatever. It, uh, this is based on, you know, our own critical thinking, uh, but what's up with Trump? What's Trump doing right now? I don't want to do this very long now. Just a little quick, quick. I want to know what's in your mind and my mind, you know, like, okay, what's, is Trump just done and he's just going to ride these days out? What's going through his mind, do you think? You know, what's up? What What do you think is going to happen? I think he is living up to his most primal form of chaos at the moment. I can't imagine that he wouldn't go out with some sort of fireworks, but... Well, okay, so here's where it gets weird. Is he uh, is he living or is he dead at this point? I'm definitely seeing uh, conspiracies on both sides. I'm gonna go. Let's just go that he's alive because if okay. he was dead, that would be that would be that'd be a pretty big deal. <laughs> he's alive, so let's just. We're gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and say 
debunked. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. You're going to make me debunked. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um, you can de-debunk me somehow, but I, I yeah, you know, whatever. So let's, de- I would, let's just assume for the sake of argument that he is alive. Okay. How about <laughs> I think, I think he's still going to play some sort of uh, agent of chaos card. I don't know what. Um, I think he would be well within reason given how the past four years have gone. I've heard anywhere from D-class and documents. They're going to shut down the internet and telephones for 10 days as they do this uh, massive nationwide blackout and sweep up all of these thousands of sealed indictments. You know, we got this impeachment thing going on, too, that they're <laughs> really just uh, just clenching as hard as they can, trying to push it on through. And I don't know if that's necessarily the most appropriate response, but these people are literally fucking insane. So <laughs> who fucking knows uh, what, what response it's going to be, at least. What if? What if? Trump, you know, everybody's always like, he's playing four four dimensional chess or whatever, blah, 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 you know? Um, But what if he is the ultimate one world government insider that just pulled the biggest shit gag on everybody in the United States and the world for the past four years? And he's on the same side as Pelosi and Schumer and all of them, and he's sitting there just laughing. Are you are you implying that 4D chess is actually Chinese checkers? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is going on? You know, it would be the perfect setup. You know, uh, I actually have a clip that I would like to share with you. This is kind of my sentiments on what I've been seeing over the Socknet. Uh, ever since, well, fuck, I mean, it's been ramping up to a big degree for the past term, past four years. Uh, realistically, I'm starting to see where maybe this or, uh, originates based off of the styles of memes that have been generated, uh, which is also kind of unfor- uh, unfortunate because I do plan on deleting social media entirely and switching over to these federated systems. And by that, I I am going to miss keeping a pulse on what the collective, the hive mind, the Borg, the, well, we'll get to this part of the conversation in a minute. I am going to miss what, uh, what these folks have to say, but realistically, all I really heard was this. As we grasp at victory, there is a cancer. An evil tumor growing, spreading in our midst. Shout! Shout! Shout out his name! Nothing about the gods is true. Even the world stands nothing nothing but the most vicious hateful violent rhetoric 
I tell you, man, I, I fucking mean it when, uh, we've had previous conversations about this on, on the show, all these Antifa fucks and all of these super radicalized, normal social contract abiding citizens. We're, we're fucking transitioning into a big way. I, I know, I know people are saying that it's a color revolution and it's a Bolshevik revolution. And, and on one side, I don't disagree, but I think it's really ramping up in a big way, in a way that the world is still experiencing the effects from it. But nobody wants to fucking realize that we're watching all of these assholes turn into <laughs> actual Nazis. <laughs> The way they're yeah. calling up for roundups, cleansings, out your neighbor or your family member if you've seen them Some in photos. Are calling it a scare tactic. Our <laughs> going up to homes to discuss. <laughs> every with ten minutes or so it starts. All right. Well, well, I'm just going to close that one. Yeah. Uh, I guess they're sending police officers door to door to families homes to talk to their kids. Uh, we'll, we'll get to that. But I want to keep on going with what you're talking about with you know the. Good God, hate rhetoric on on the Facebooks and the uh, Instagrams. I never had a Twitter, but so I went on to Facebook for a minute, and it was disgusting. And you know, it was just outright and vile and hate that it was just coming across. And I don't even have many, I've like hidden most of the people that talk the most stupid bullshit, you know? Mm -hmm. And these are people I've known for 30 years and shit. And I, and I, I had to, I said some one thing to one guy, you know, it was just like, what the fuck do you want? You know, you want to kill 75 million Americans, you know? And then it was like at that point right then I was like, okay, I'm too, I can't handle this this anymore, so I deleted or what do you call it? Dis deactivated the account. Deactivated my Facebook and I deleted just the Instagram app off of my phone. You know, I don't never post much on Instagram anyway because I can't. And I'm also, you know, too into the moment and too free um, of a human to not like respond to things you know and and it's dangerous to me now i feel like it's too dangerous for me to own or to participate on a facebook or instagram and it sucks because you know you know i like to I'm, i make music i record music i release music I, you know that's what i you know i like to fish and show pictures of the fish i meet you know they want to take pictures with me and let me eat them um you know, but fucking a man, I had to quit it, and and it was like a, uh, but I, I I also can't ethically, morally, whatever you want to call it, um, feel good about myself when I'm using a platform of somebody that I think is nefarious and communist at heart, you know. And I hate that I have to go to, I'm even going to YouTube still sometimes, but damn, they got the good cooking videos. You know, that's what we need to get on Rumble and all these other sites. We need to get people making fishing videos, cooking videos, not just politics. I yeah. need to 
see regular shit, you know? And I don't want to go through YouTube because they're fucking assholes. <laughs> I checked out Odyssey. It seems all right. Within two clicks, I ended up on a video about Saturn cults, and I thought that was pretty cool. I've been, I, I, I follow Salty Cracker on Odyssey now. You know, oh, yeah. I kind of just, it's a lot of gamey. You know, what like, you know, I'm not a gamer at all. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, you know, and, and I want to keep this going. I had a couple of thoughts while you were talking before. And one of them was, you know, just kind of my feelings of how I felt deleting my Facebook. I was, I was like, I have to do this. I can't. It's affecting me too emotionally to see these people say these things about Trump and me. And and anybody else, you know, that that's just really a conservative. Because after this, you must. You, what's going to happen is it doesn't matter who the next, you know, Republican will be. It won't be a Trump. It'll be somebody fake. But um, the, even that person will be um, labeled a, a a bigot, you know, a, a racist, a neo-Nazi, and all that. So it doesn't matter. But you got these people who are communists in here, you know, like Bill Clinton. Um, he pardoned a top a BLM associate, you know, that detonated a bomb in uh in, in the US Capitol building in 1983. Uh, Infowars has a little article on this. It was it's interesting. Um, you know, and it's um let me just go down, you know, this so I'm gonna read their article real quick, just to scan through it's not very long. Any person who simply walked in uh walked the halls of the US Capitol building during last, last week's protest is being labeled a domestic terrorist by the American establishment. However, in 1983, a pair of left-wing terrorists detonated a bomb in the U.S. Capitol building only for the two criminals to be pardoned on behalf of House Judiciary Committee Jerry Nadler and then-President Bill Clinton. Yeah, and it, you know the explosion was right there outside of the Senate building, right outside of... Uh, the exalted Cyclops um, KKK member and Democrat uh, Bird, Robert Bird, right by his office. Uh, the estimated damage <laughs> is about one million. And these are these were they were part of a group. This is important uh, called M19. It was an offshoot of the Communist Weather Underground of the 1970s. I'm sure you've heard of that. Anybody who listened to this probably is, knows all about that shit too, or at least familiar with it. Because, uh, you know, they're connected to Barack Obama and Bill Ayers and all that. But, um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, so that over the course of a 20 month span in 1983 and 1984, M19 also bombed an FBI office, an Israeli aircraft industries building, and the South American consulate in New York, DC's Fort McNair and Navy Yard, which they hit twice. Now, currently, one of the two that was, uh, Arrested? Did I say which one? Did I say their names earlier? I know one of them is Susan Rosenberg. That's right, Susan Rosenberg, and um, I must have just scrolled past it anyway. Um, and uh, anyway, yeah, she is uh, currently serves. Is Susan Rosenberg currently serves as the vice chair of the board of directors of Thousands Thousand Currents? According to Thousand Currents website, the group provides legal and administrative framework to enable BLM to fulfill its mission. So these are 
communist terrorists <laughs> that bombed the goddamn Capitol building and now are ex what the fuck man you know well uh lucky for you i actually have a snopes.com article pulled up to debunk your ass <laughs> oh okay go ahead what's true susan rosenberg has served as vice chair of the board of directors four thousand currents an organization that provides fundraising and fiscal sponsor uh, sponsorship for the black lives matter global movement she was an active member member of revolutionary left-wing movements whose illegal activities included bombing the U.S. government buildings and committing armed robberies. But what's undetermined? In the absence of a single universally agreed definition of, quote, terrorism, it is a matter of... <laughs> <laughs> see, she is not a terrorist. I'm sorry. You, I see where it's going. Please continue. Forgive me for just interrupting. But yeah. It is a matter of subjective determination as to whether the actions for which Rosenberg was convicted and, and imprisoned, possession of weapons and hundreds of pounds of explosives, should be described as, quote, acts of domestic terrorism. Hey, hold on. Stop right there. So they're saying that maybe that shouldn't be considered acts of domestic terrorism. Am I right? Maybe I'm my mind. Am I right? Is that what they're kind of aiming at? Well, uh, technical term, it is a matter of subjective determination. No, it's not. It's, it's somebody that lives in the country that is using violence to, uh, you know, violence to uh, achieve a political goal or a political desire. That's the definition of domestic terrorism. <laughs> well, that's pretty subjective. She, Rosenberg <laughs> lived in the you know or or lived in the country with bombing the Capitol building because she's a violent communist and wanted to overtake the government, basically. Well, I mean uh are they saying this is not true or something? It's it, it, it depends. It's it's as how true as what your definition of terrorism means to you. Well, that's uh, dumb as hell. They're yeah. not even arguing the fact that she uh, took part in the bombings, that she had the bomb material. She's found guilty in the court. And Clinton pardoned her on uh, his last day in office, I believe, right? And he, yeah, he did some dirty shit, man. Wasn't wasn't it him that sold all the uh, nuke secrets and uh, NAFTA that sort of shit? I still got yep. Jello Biafra CDs where he's ranting about not only uh, rigged voting machines but tearing into fucking NAFTA. I mean, this guy's just eviscerating Clinton. Um, it's it's really fucking strange to kind of hop on there. What you're saying about seeing all of these people bogged down with the rhetoric that's being literally flashed into their eyes, pulsating and programming. Uh, and it's really weird to see these dudes like fucking um, uh, Biafra and guys Aguar just turn into parrots of what the legacy media has got to say. <laughs> But as yeah. far, I mean, if you turn on any of these stations or you click on any of these links or you follow anybody that would, you know, as go 
go as far as to describe themselves as normal, upstanding citizens. Things like this Susan Rosen, this Rosenberg Snopes article, it's it just shows the it's it's a full spread of how bad the cognitive dissonance is because and it's also they're they're also running cover for open and violent communists. Okay, so as as far as as far as what actually happened with the breach of the Capitol and Tifa, you think they were there, or do you think it was? Uh, well, they were there. They were there. There was a combination of both. But you know, hey, I would be willing to even say, hey, okay, fine, they weren't there. Um, <clears throat> but you know, why is it Trump's fault that uh, no one, everybody refused to, um, audit the dominion machines you know and and look at the evidence that they were presenting of fraud you know yeah well i mean as soon as the uh protesters got in and they put a pause on everything they came back and they're like well this is proof enough that we don't need to do this uh, it's right. proof enough that we don't kelly need Loeffler, to hear yeah like kelly loffler the, the she was the senator that got beat she was like, I came here and I was going to object, but after seeing the riots, I'm not going to object. It's like, well, the, what the fuck does that change? The riots don't change the fact that the election was rigged. Oh, yeah. And you, well, how the hell did that change your mind? She's a fucking, she's trying to save her ass. She got beat. You know, it was rigged the same way as far as I'm concerned. I don't, you, you can't make... You can't show me evidence. It's pretty, they've destroyed their credibility with me. You know, I don't believe anything they say. Fuck them. Now, now they're going to own it all, too. They're going to all have total power in the House, the Senate, and the judiciary. And midterm elections. You know, the, the one, the fuck? The one that's going to really fucking me up in the head is the comparison. January 6th. Uh, is just as bad as Pearl Harbor or 9/11. I heard 9/11. What? This is complete <laughs> insanity. These people were fucked. Yeah, and okay, so these motherfuckers in one day managed to do what Portland hasn't been able to do since what? May? June? One day they got in there, even during the, because the, this is not the first quote unquote riot that has taken place in DC. This, well, I guess technically it is the first one this year. But Dude, they let them in there, man. They, you know, there's a lot of reports coming out today that, like, um, the one of the, the, I believe he was the police chief of the Capitol Police. He's resigned, but he's claiming that he, requested uh pri the day before or more requested uh national guard troops to help and he was denied and now the pentagon's pushing back and saying that's not what happened it's a pretty interesting story um so it'll be curious to see what happens anyway and then um there's also reports coming in that like flashbangs and stuff were, were going off before Trump finished his speech, you know? Oh, I haven't heard that one. Interesting. Um, 
you know, the timeline of events is, is something that's starting to line up, but you know, it really doesn't matter, man. They've gotten what they want out of it. They being the uh, communist media, they have gotten the images, you know, that they wanted and it doesn't matter who started them or not. And I would be, I would be more surprised if they don't continue this out. Like, you know, I heard maybe a report where Antifa's trying to set up a protest at Twitter dressed up and have everybody dress up as a bunch of uh, Trump supporters and then like try to burn down Twitter Twitter headquarters in San Francisco, which is stupid because there's no... Yeah, <laughs> I think... People in San Francisco. I wonder if uh, Twitter hasn't accidentally burned themselves down. We'll see. I can only hope. Uh, I <laughs> I didn't really need Trump to have a huge amount of disdain for Twitter, personally speaking, at least. With Parler, I, mean, I don't. I haven't. I haven't touched Parler. Uh, I still think it's pretty fucking horrible of Amazon to think that they can do shit like that. Um, they can just crush their competition. Oh yeah. They don't even have to buy them out anymore now. How the fuck can you do that? Just every way, every way this keeps spinning. At the end of the tunnel, there's just this looming presence of a total court, uh, uh, corporate tectocracy. Yeah, uh, it will be a like, fascist state. Yep, fascism on steroids. Because <laughs> yeah, and like just the the way that all these motherfuckers are, are cheering for uh, what was her last name, Ashley Black. Um, I've seen plenty of people cheer it on, you know. <laughs> Are you talking about the girl, the woman that died? Yeah. I I haven't I guess if oh, that sorry. was Ash, Ashley Babbitt. Babbitt. Um, you know, Say your I, name. Say your name. Yeah, I've felt Dude, pretty, pretty pretty terrible about every every person that's passed at these protests. I mean it's been these these bodies are stacking up and I don't think it's gonna stop anytime soon because <laughs> now the public's wanting a fucking roundup. Um, oh man, they're, they're doing it. Um, they're going to act so fast too. I think they're going to get away with it. I'd be surprised if we're still podcasting here six months from now. Well, you know, I, you know, I've, I've done my best to try and uh, not insulate, but um, I, you know what? Well, yeah, <laughs> I guess we do have pretty controversial takes on uh, subjects, but you know, uh, we're not really using any big uh, server or hoster or anything. Um, I mean, we have social uh, social accounts with Facebook and Instagram, but I haven't really done anything with them. Maybe Fringe. it's just maybe it's just time to fucking make one. F- uh, for us on math, uh, on uh, Mastodon and create our own social server. That could be kind of cool. I think it's only $10 a month. Um, but we'll see, you know? Yeah, we can get there. Yeah. Uh, Work it up. But see, yeah, see what happens in the next six months. I, I don't uh, feel good about the, the cast of characters that are lined up in the next administration. Combined with the cast of characters in the uh, Senate and the House, they're there. These are very stupid people and corrupt people. And they're too, a lot of these uh, congressmen and senators are too fucking dumb 
to even be able to understand the hell they're getting ready to put the entire world through. They're just thinking that they're getting they're getting an extra cut, you know, out of the pie here. Oh yeah, I mean, and the, and the, it's it's almost like a with a religious feverency. We we've got to protect our our not only our science, but we got to protect our our mouthpieces. We got to protect our news and integrity. We got to protect our truth. We got to protect our democracy. And and only Without through anybody to believe anything other than what we tell them to believe. Yeah, it's. <laughs> You know, I don't want I don't want to be a doomer, but in the back of my head I'm hearing game over, man. Game over. It is over. It's over. It's over. We do not have any Republicans. There might be six Republicans that are terrified and scared and would actually do something. You know, Lindsey Graham, he's up there like, no, you guys. No, sorry, let me do a better Lindsey Graham. Now, you guys, um, I'm going to get Jack Dorsey up there this time, and I'm really going to tell him how mad I am about this, and I'm really mad about it, and I'm going to bend him over, pull his little panties down, I'm going to spank him really hard. Just spank you, Jack. I'm going to spank you. Spank pretty good i like that another good uh, yeah <laughs> uh you know I, I don't remember turn around and, and jack you can thank me back maybe it was on uh no agenda this last one uh, uh with john uh, john c dvorak but it sounded like it wasn't necessarily at dorsey's behest only because there was uh, a large group of employees that wrote in memos to him. They're like, we can't fucking take this anymore. We demand you remove this man from the platform, uh, which doesn't make it any better. Cause now you just got mob rule. Uh, and I don't, it's going to be interesting to see if they uh, keep trying to pigeonhole the dissenters to the state in this capacity. Like, will it kind of spread out along wherever you try and dig the needle in? Or is it going to be a full suppression across the board? Like with Amazon, it's hard to tell. I I know people, um, I I would definitely like to get to the point of learning, learning how to set up a, you know, a a independent server or however you would phrase it. But I don't, (laughs) I I kind of lost it. The internet service providers, you know, I mean, are they going to let us call each other on a cell phone? What if I wrote you a letter? Would they let the mail deliver it? Who knows? Um, you know, uh, I, I got an article here that Dad had sent me. It's from the 28th of December. Device locking, the dystopian censorship technology that's on the horizon. Uh, big tech's growing control over users' devices is slowing making censorship at the device uh, level a reality. And again, with these apps getting pulled uh, straight from the fucking stores. Oh, I got to join. All right. Well, we'll come back to this one maybe after the break. Um, Join. Download our app. (laughs) Yeah, it's from reclaimthenet.org. I haven't haven't ever uh, 
read anything from him. I got a little distracted. Anyways, <sighs> totally killed the ride right there. <laughs> what, are you, what, what are you looking at here? Sorry. My wife is an Alabama uh, alumni, and they're playing in the uh, championship game tonight. <clears throat> and I'm sitting here talking about communist with you instead. Oh, no. Wife's inside watching football. But I don't care. I'm like, I don't want to watch a bunch of, you know. The, I, I get it. I, I get, You see the teams. They have the BLM on their helmets and shit. And I'm just like, y'all are dumb. You're yeah. selling your souls out. You don't even know it. Yeah. I don't want to participate in any of that shit. Is there any other uh, stuff from <laughs> communism land that you want to touch on? Or do you want to maybe get into some COVID shit? Yeah, what you got? Let's go switch it up. Just keep it going. Keep it going. Oh, I thought you had something you wanted to talk about. I know, me too. <laughs> I'll cut this out. I, I've I've lost my fucking flow. Something happened. You're supposed to be talking, man. I know, I know. <laughs> I just I just got hit by a wave. I, I can't describe it. It's not. We've already kind of touched on the doomer thing, but I just. Some at some point, this does start to feel a little crushing. No matter how you try and branch out to distance yourself, I, I don't. And then it's not even something I've tried yet. But it's it's not just through the social media. It's going to be through the one-on-one -on -one interaction. It's going to come from this place of dehumanization, and it's easy to tell now because. Take a look at a person and they wearing the mask. They not wearing the fucking mask. <sighs> it's, it's going to be fucking visceral, I think. Um, so I'm going to try and do my best to just hope that there's some sort of gleefully fucked up thing to happen before January 20th. Uh, other than that, I'm not really sure what we're going to have to look forward to. And I don't necessarily want to be so much of a doomer about it, but that's, that's just the, that's just the vibe. Um, yeah, I look at all these fucking COVID tabs that I got pulled up and it's just, it's more of the same UK coronavirus mutations explained, uh, locked down. Must stay in your house. You will be arrested if you're outside. If you're not doing and we're doing this to make you safe. We'll only have to have a lockdown for three days. Unless you fuck up the lockdown and it's going to be 30 days. You fucking peon slave. Oh, and then Cuomo comes around and he starts tweeting out. Oh, yeah. Holy shit. These lockdowns, they're killing the economy. We got to open back up now. <laughs> That's not really my, my Cuomo impression. I don't have one, but 
I, I just, you know, it, it, that's, it's such a mind fuck. Um, apparently this, uh, the new strain is known as B one, one seven, but seven is code for shit. B shit. <laughs> oh, that was funny. Um, Keep going. I'll uh, interrupt you again later. No, there's a lot that we don't, uh, there is a lot we don't know about this COVID-19 variant, but scientists in the United Kingdom are warning the world that it is significantly more contagious. I mean, I, we can go and read this fucking article, but it's not, it's not just going to stop with this one. It's not going to stop for the next episode that we record. It's not going to stop for the next month, the next year, the next fucking decade. Now they've got it. They've got it for whenever they need it. Like maybe right before the midterms, you know, or something. If they don't feel like they've got everything rigged quite enough, you know, they can blast this shit out again. And then, um, you know, everybody's got to stay at home, not talk fucking. And we'll, we'll get mail in ballots to everybody. Oh, well, (laughs) I think, uh, I think the 2020 election really just, cemented it in my mind the thing that i've always felt that it was uh it was a fool's game to vote um we'll we'll see what happens in 2024 but I don't it is have... it, see i have i have i am more heartbroken than that my friend from the 2020 election now is of course you can have you know you they did it perfectly this time they limited their real hardcore shit to the areas they knew that mattered, you know, key battleground states, I believe they're called. And, um, but what happened with me, like, you know, out in the sticks where I live, but I still, I voted, we all voted for a, a, a Republican, you know, and everybody was clear as hell out here, uh, of our support for Donald Trump and our, our representatives basically told us all to go fuck yourself. Thanks for the job. Go fuck yourself. I'm just going to ride along with these goddamn communists. And so are you, you dumb sons of bitches. And now I'm like, why the fuck am I ever going to fucking vote a Republican again? And I'm not because these motherfuckers suck. They're traitors to me, to the, the people that voted for them. You know, they're just saying, well, no, we're just going along with it. No, you have no morals, no values. Nothing in life is pure. You're a liar. You're a con man. Fuck you all. And that's what every single Republican voter is thinking right now. And they think they're going to ride this shit out. It's going to go. They're going to get like 80% Democrat in the House and probably like 70% Democrat in the Senate at the midterms. Because motherfuckers don't care. Let them own it. Well, uh, did you read Pat's Are You a Washington and Adams or a Jefferson essay? No. Uh, I, I, I want to I read this out, and then we'll say our final little bits of piece about it. And then um, let's move away from the... Uh, from the government shit for a minute. We'll, we'll get into something a little more, a little more weird. All right. But, um, cool. This is uh Shay's rebellion and the Trump protesters. Mm-hmm. Everyone has given their two cents about the mob taking over the Capitol this week. And almost everyone used the words like shocked, outraged, 
and said that this was the end of the world and a new draconian and new draconian laws must be created so that we must crush out this murderous pest with an iron fist. No, hold on. That was Hitler after the Reichstag caught on fire. Oh shit. Yeah. However, I am not one who was shocked or outraged. This was inevitable and will happen again. I look at it from the founding fathers viewpoints and you have to ask yourself, which one are you? Are you a Washington an Adams or a Jefferson? When this nation first began, we had a mediocre set of rules running the country called the articles of confederation. Now these were the first attempts to create a unified nation, but it failed miserably. The articles had no real power each state could make their own trade laws with other nations, and due to that, some states weren't able to export products. Then there was a lack of agreement over borders, and we had several small wars going on between the states. In North Carolina, there was the Franklin War over the border around Knoxville. The people who lived in is what sorry, the people who lived in what is now Tennessee wanted it to be the first new state, uh, their new state. And they were going to call it Franklin. There's also a little, uh, there was also an ugly little war up in New York between New York and New Hampshire called the border war. And another between Connecticut and Pennsylvania called the Pennamite uh, Yankee war. There was also active espionage going on to try and get the South to become part of the Spanish Mexico and not be part of the new nation. While all of this is going on, the average citizen was losing hope. They just fought a war on the promise of freedom and equality, and what they were given, uh, what they were getting, was politicians who were constantly fighting and getting nothing done. The soldiers who had spent eight years fighting to be free from Britain came home to find their homes and farms seized by the banks to pay off their debts. You see, many of these soldiers fought the entire time and were never really paid. Congress gave them paper money that was okay for wiping your rear end, but it wouldn't pay for debts. These soldiers were owed a lot of money, a huge amount. But Congress could not quit arguing over the stupid, petty things to actually come up with a solution. Hey, that sounds like the fucking COVID relief bills. Yeah, right. Uh, I see fucking Bernie's wanting to try and get 2000 I Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, print it up. Let's go. Give me my money. That's the worst thing that could happen, because that's what's going to happen. <laughs> we can just save all the money that we're printing up and use it in the future. I've got enough toilet paper. <laughs> so one of these men who had fought for liberty was Captain Daniel Shaw, uh, Shea in Massachusetts. Shea was an honorable man and a formidable soldier. He had fought at Bunker Hill in the beginning and then continued fighting through the war. He was awarded a sword from the Marquis de Lafayette for his bravery on the field of battle. After fighting for five years, he was wounded in battle by a sword and he was discharged due to those wounds. When he came home, he tried to keep his farm going, but the debts grew and grew, and now he was about to uh, end up losing his farm, and he had had enough. He knew how to fight, and the men... Bring this over for a second, make this a little easier to read. When he came home, he tried to keep the, his farm going, but the debts grew and grew, and now he was uh, about to end up losing his farm, and he had had enough. He knew how to fight, and the men he fought with were also about to lose their homes, so he joined them. So they joined him. Shea gathered his army and began marching on Springfield, where the military weapons were made. After they had ransacked the armory there, he was going to march directly to Boston 
plunder it and destroy the nested devils who's uh, who by their influence make the court enact what they please burn it and lay the town of Boston in ashes. <laughs> Damn dude. In Boston where the politicians almost all were lawyers like the modern day Democrat party. Yep. Every single one in power is a lawyer. Look it up. Shane and his men knew that these politicians were the problem. One historian, George Minot, wrote that Shea and his men had been led to think that they were contending against a power which would enslave them, a rising aristocracy uh, supported by the cunning of dishonest lawyers. Another militia man wrote that Shea and his armed men were going against a large swarm of lawyers who, who caused more damage to the people at large, especially the common farmers, than the savage beasts of prey. <laughs> this is right after we won the, uh, we won the American Revolution, by yeah. the way, y'all. So the governor of Massachusetts and the lawyers slash politicians were scared of this angry mob of angry men and created their own army to put it down. They paid their 12,000-man militia 6,000 pounds that had been borrowed from the same rich lawyers. So it was now a war of farmers versus rich lawyers and merchants, almost the same as the regular uh, regulator war in North Carolina in 1770. In fact, it was so much like it that Shay's men's nicknamed themselves the regulators. Civil war had broken out in Massachusetts. When Shay's army met the Massachusetts military uh, militia under the command of representative general William Shepard, they stopped and talked. Shay stated, I am here in defense of that country that you are endeavoring to destroy. Then Shay turned to his men and said, March, goddamn you, march. <laughs> True American badass. Shepard uh, ordered the first volley to be shot over the heads of Shay's men, but they kept coming. He ordered the next volley to be fired at, into the uh, ranks of the regulators, many who they had served with in the war. Four of Shea's men were killed and 20 wounded. Shea had his men retreat. This is similar to the pro-Trump protests. There were four dead, although one was killed. only one was killed by gunfire. An unarmed woman shot through a barricaded door. The other three died of health problems. Shea and his men withdrew to two hills near Pelham and prepared to do their own bunker hill. Facing them now was another militia army, led by General Benjamin Lincoln, the guy that had commanded U.S. forces in the worst defeat of U.S. history until the Philippines in World War II, capture of Charleston in uh, 1780. Lincoln asked Shea to surrender, but Shea demanded pardons for all of his men first. That wasn't going to happen, so another fight erupted. In between the assaults, Shea and his men were able to get away again. A February blizzard descended upon them, and Lincoln had his militia march in shoulder-high snowdrifts. But they were surprised. Uh, but they surprised Shay's men, capturing 150 of them. Shay and only a handful were able to get away. Shay made one more stand, trying to fight for the freedom of his men. But they were finally defeated and scattered. Shay's men still fought on as guerrillas well into the spring, but the rebellion was over. However. New groups of rebels, uh, rebels rose up and conducted guerrilla war, warfare, even raiding General Shepard's farm and attacking General Lincoln. Uh, sorry, even raiding General Shepard's farm and attacking General Lincoln was uh, that was resting in a hot spring. 
Especially the politicians granted a pardon for all of the rebels except Shay and his leaders, who still hadn't been captured. They would be put to death if caught. The whole issue was mainly about how this new nation was not working. The perfect union was not being held together. There was no unity, and now there needed to be a more perfect union. To see the uh, viewpoint of the founders, look at one who wanted all of the rebels to be put to death, one who wanted uh, leniency, and one who wanted the rebels to keep it up until the nation finally changed. John Adams was the one who wanted death to all. He wrote, the man who dares rebel against the laws of a republic ought to suffer death. Adams also wrote that Shay's men were ignorant, restless desperados without conscience or principles have led to a deluded multitude to follow their standard under pretense of grievances, which have no existence, but in their own imaginations, i.e. baseless. Adam's son, John Quincy, <laughs> I added that part, by the way, uh, Adam's son, John Quincy, listened to his father and also wrote that Shay's men were malcontents who must look to themselves, to their idleness, to their dissipation and extravagances. In Adams, you see Democrats and the media of today. Though the Stop the Steel rally had all races and religions there to include a contingent from the blacks for Trump, Latinos for Trump, and Indians for Trump, all the media could say was that there were all white supremacists. Kind of like Adams saying Shay's men had no conscience of principles. Though the very same men fought in eight years for the freedom of a nation, while John Adams sat in peace and security. Thomas Jefferson, though, uh, he believed that Shay's rebellion was a good thing. Shay had tried to use peaceful measures, tried to get the rich lawyer politicians to allow him to open up his farm again, but they stopped him at every measure. Shay had no other option left to force change except through force. Jefferson wrote in the Declaration that when a government abused their power, and could not be changed through peaceful measures, then the people have the right, it is their duty, to throw off such government and to provide new guards for their future security. This was not Jefferson's idea, but it came from the godfather of the U.S., John Locke, in his writings on the rights of man. So Jefferson looked at the rebellion as a way to get the government to wake up, to change, or more violence like this would happen again. Jefferson wrote to Abigail Adams that as for Shane, his men, I hope they pardon them. The, the spirit of resistance to government is so valuable on certain occasions that I wish it to be always kept alive. It will often be exercised when wrong, but better so than not to be exercised at all. I like a little rebellion now and then. It's like a storm in the atmosphere. Jefferson, still in Paris, wrote to William Smith, What country can preserve its liberties if their rulers are not warned from time to time that their people preserve their, the spirit of resistance? Let them take arms. The remedy is, that, uh, is, the remedy is to set them right as to facts, pardon and pacify them. What, uh, what signify, uh, what significant, what significant, what signify a few lives lost in a century or two? That's kind of weird. What's okay? <laughs> he included the famous quote that you Is see on the Jefferson. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I'm sorry. Yes, keep going. 
Uh, he, inclu- he included the famous quote that you see on the back of t-shirts and at gun shows on posters. The tree of liberty must be refreshed from time to time with the blood of patrons, patriots and tyrants. It is natural's. <laughs> it is holy shit. It is its natural manure. I, you know, I was thinking about that for some reason. Just the say that quote one more time. The tree of liberty must be refreshed from time to time with the blood of patriots and tyrants. It is its natural manure. That was that was just a, a sort of blood a, of patriots. <laughs> That's, I'm writing this down. Um. Just the amount of blood that has been shed on this country and the amount of blood that's been shed for this country, uh, the amount of blood that this country has shed, it's it's soaked into the very being. What's the line about the manure? It's it's its natural manure. You know, you think of something like the Civil War, it just fucks you up a little bit. Um so Jefferson is like those on the right who have been building up anger for years and years. The Democrat Congress continues to pass laws to that destroy their economy, such as Obamacare uh, that devastated businesses for almost a decade. Now the Democrats then pass laws effectively shutting down businesses over a virus that hardly kills anyone at all with a 99.7 survival rate. The same lawyer politicians who will net, uh, who will not let people work, forcing them to stay at home, and due to this, they are just like Shay, and the bills must be paid. So what happened at the Congress a few days ago was inevitable, but the only saving grace is none of the new regulators were armed. The third founding father, George Washington, felt sickened by this. He knew Captain Shay. And he knew the men who fought with Shea against the lawyers and the politicians. Washington wrote to Henry Knox, If three years ago any person had told me that at this day I should see such a formidable rebellion against the laws and constitutions of our own making as now appears, I should have thought him a a bedlamite, a fit subject for a madhouse. Washington was also angry at the do-nothing Congress created by the Articles of Confederation. He wrote that if the government shrinks or is unable to enforce its laws, anarchy and confusion must prevail. Washington knew this would happen again. You can't keep feeding people the bullshit and expect them to uh, blindly follow you anymore. Washington wrote that if the government keeps the mass of people in profound ignorance, it must abide the consequences when the body politic is convulsed. Washington was one of those outraged, but Washington was also the one man in the colonies that everyone respected. Everyone. He was the man who could have been king, but instead he turned it down and passed all power to Congress, then went home to be a farmer again like Lucius Quintus uh, Cincinnatus of Rome, Probably butchered that. Even the King of England said Washington was the most distinguished of any man living and the greatest character of the age due to turning down all that power. So Washington went to Congress and he told them they needed to change now. No more Shays' rebellions. Due to Washington's insistence, a convention was held in Philadelphia to rewrite the rules for this new nation. We now know it. Uh, we know it today as the Constitution. Now, what about Shea? 
He continued moving from town to town using aliases, and he told all that he would never be taken alive. He found refuge in New Hampshire and Vermont, and then in 1788, he asked for a pardon. John Hancock, a friend of towards Shea's rebels, had run for governor and won, and he was the one that gave Shea his pardon. He even got his pension for his service once the new Congress got their collective heads out of their asses. Today, being related to Shea is a mark of honor. He is the one man out of the entire nation that forced the nation to change by a force of arms, by violence, to create the Constitution of the United States. So, after this week's outrage when Trump supporters stormed the Congress, well, were invited in by the Capitol Police, but semantics, right? But this week, are you an Adams, are you a Jefferson, or are you a Washington? None of you are Shea, as you sat home on this one. But from your chair, how do you compare to the Founding Fathers? For me, I am a Jefferson. I think this is a good thing. This showed the Congress that there is enough anger to force this rebellion to heights no one thought was possible. But will this Congress learn from this, or will the, quote, rich lawyer and politicians just go on and continue their unjust laws until there is another uprising? <clears throat> the next one might be the one where all the hundreds of thousands show up with arms. Patrick O'Kelly. Woo! Yeah. Man, I feel like, uh, I feel I feel like that's awesome, man. That is so good. I'm glad you read that. You did you did you did pretty good, man. You're getting better. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Good job. That's a lot to read, you know, and uh, and and to follow. It was really cool. I that's that's good. Yeah, I, I need to be able to follow him. I, since I canceled my Facebook account, will you try to figure out a way or help me uh you know after the show moving forward anytime uh, to keep in touch with this guy you know yeah. i'm not going back on facebook sorry i can't do it emotionally it's not worth it <laughs> um but this I, is great what do you consider yourself what do you think john adam i think whoa i feel like i uh I'm walking down the aisle with Jefferson and Washington in hand. You know, I, I like uh, I like mm -hmm. a little bit of both of them. You know, I the think thing it is. I do think that uh, Jefferson nails it right on the head. It's like, hey, we did it once; we can do it again. Don't think that you're any fucking special. Yeah. Um, but I also like uh, the fact that Washington had already been through this, and he doesn't want to have to go through it again. So you got to pull your collective heads out of your asses and figure this shit out. Um, now this, this, you know, I am, um, I, I want to be Washington at most, but I can't now because I'm not shocked about the Trump thing that happened. It wasn't, you know, Hey, it was people there that are rightfully expressing that they're not being heard by, from their representatives yep and they don't have a voice they, you know that's all it was well fucking hey i mean that you know the communists can do it during a uh a brett kavanaugh hearing and and, and uh, <laughs> 100 of them get arrested at the supreme court you know and that's fine that's even bigger than shay's rebellion i don't think anybody died but whatever you know i think three of the four deaths were just like 
Well, there was the one guy that tased himself in the balls. Uh, yeah, I hate it. Uh, that, God, that sucks. Don't you hate it when you do that shit? Yeah. Ah, it's so easy. You'd think that they would have a safety feature on uh, there. He might have a good, his family could have a good lawsuit on their hands to the taser company. Who knows, man? But I just the big takeaway that I got from this article is it was one guy in desperation. And, uh, you know, he was able to push back in a big way. See, and fuck John Adams. So fuck all these lawyers and politicians. It's John Adams. Yeah. And what, God, you know, it's, it's I, a good article. It, or, it, this is, this is kind of like the perfect, uh, circle come around on my Facebook since the day that I got it. My political affiliation has said poly, meaning Latin, for many ticks, small blood sucking creatures, which is something I got from Pat when I was, because I was doing the reenacting stuff right around the time that I opened the Facebook. And that was a quote that I, uh, that I really dug by him. So, you know, after all of these years, I, I just, I, I think this guy's a damn good author. And I think he's got some really impactful insights and um well, where did where did he post that article on, on the feedback or feedback i mean is that uh, yeah okay I'll, yeah. I'll figure out a way to get it on the copy uh, it, just copy and paste it to a word document or something like that or a pdf yeah. you know what i mean that's all um that's a good way to get it out there i'll post that shit on no agenda social you know now, do you well, who do you see yourself as i'm i'm well that's what i was saying before i'm i'm right in between George Washington and Jefferson, but I can't, I want to be George Washington. Uh, but I, I'm not amazed and surprised about this rebellion, you know? So that kind of puts me more toward Thomas Jefferson, you know, because I, I, you know, it's like, Hey, the whole point of having, you know, our, the, our constitutional Republic designed the way it was is to give the people the power, you know, that's not what NBC said, man. Well, I know because, well, I don't know because I won't watch them. But yeah, I did. I did try to share that uh, that, that Chris Hayes shit. But I don't even want to. Let's not degrade ourselves and put people like that on our podcast. Hey, do you want to? Do you want to hear our uh, prophets in power praise the protest just so we can kind of uh, recap <laughs> the amount of gaslighting? <laughs> you got something? Yeah, it's uh, it's two minutes, nineteen seconds, and after that, I think I'm gonna have to t- take a quick, uh, quick little step away break. But um, I've got to refresh my alcohols. All right, well, uh, let's listen to this real quick then. Okay. I, I, I just don't even know why there aren't uprisings all over the country, and maybe there will be. <laughs> People need to start taking to the streets. This is a dictator. You know, there needs to be unrest in the streets for as long as there is unrest in our lives enemies of the state show me where it says that protests are supposed to be polite and peaceful do oh, something mom. about your dad's immigration practices you feckless when they go low we kick how do you resist the temptation to run up and wring her neck biggest terror threat in this country is white men most of them radicalized right up to the right i thought he should have punched him in the face I said, even if you lost he insulted your wife yes. he came down the escalator and called mexicans rapists and murders he said well what do you think i should have done i said i think you should punch him in the face and then gotten out of the race you would have been a hero i'd like to punch him in the face i said if we were in high school i'd take him behind the gym and beat the hell out of him punch some people in the face what <laughs> you'd rub his butt 
<laughs> Smell it. The last time an actor assassinated a president. There's- Jesus, that's Johnny Depp, dude. Yeah. You know, if you're too rich and too drunk, you know. Yeah. <laughs> he looks awful. It doesn't matter who's running shit because you're just like, whatever. I'm Johnny Depp. I can just party with anybody. <laughs> Still going to have to go out and put a bullet in Donald Trump. And that's a fact. That won't be violent. Yeah, this is uh, the Snoop Dogg. Uh, the clown and the bang. Look as his character is stabbed to death. Where is John Wilkes Booth when you need him? And then, uh, who's the comedian, Kathy Griffin? I have thought an awful lot about blowing up your White House. A Missouri state senator is under investigation by the Secret Service after saying she hopes President Trump is assassinated. I will go and take Trump out tonight. And if you see anybody from that cabinet in a restaurant, in a department store, at a gasoline station, you get out and you create a crowd. And you push back on them. And you tell them they're not welcome anymore, anywhere. And sadly, the domestic enemies to our voting system and wow. our honoring our Constitution uh, are right at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. They're not going to stop before Election Day in November, and they're not going to stop after Election Day. And that should be, everyone should take note of that on both levels, that this isn't, they're not going to let up, and they should not. If you think we're rallying now, you ain't seen nothing yet. You did. Oh, we got one. There's a dude. Got a red hat. <sighs> but they're into it, you know. That might be my favorite uh, 2021 gaslighting moment. Hands down. <laughs> Communists suck. What they are the worst. Someone, uh, someone somewhere was like, uh, "We can't, we can't use these tweets out of context in in, in reference to uh, uh, this just blatant act of domestic terrorism. It, it's just not allowed." So, eh. <laughs> uh, at the you can't debate a communist because it's like, well, what everything you want to do is to destroy my ability to be free and independent hey you know what's uh you know the biggest thing that they stand for for all of us what they're fighting for democracy freedom (laughs) freedom freedom good old kamala harris that was her when she fell down in our stroller and said freedom it was just happened to be the exact same thing that MLK said. I mean, you know, every <laughs> kind of white black child has that moment where they fell out of their stroller and said, Freedom. I want freedom because my parents are rich. Yeah, it's uh she's gonna be a fascinating watch the uh for the next couple of years, but this break has to happen <laughs> right All this right. very second. So we'll come back and it's gonna be great. Yeah. The countdown will begin this Sunday afternoon at 1, right here on the radio station you grew up with. Music Radio 138. Oh, fuck. What the hell's going on here? Jeez, well, isn't it the last hour? We got another hour to do? Jeez, I thought we were almost finished. Good golly, Miss Molly. What is this fucking ponderous, man? 
ponderous, fucking ponderous. Hi, this is Casey Kasem. American Top 40 has moved to a new time. I hope you'll join me this Saturday morning and every Saturday morning at 2. 2. Now, we're up to our long-distance dedication. And this one is about kids and pets and a situation that we can all understand, whether we have kids or pets or neither. It's from a man in Cincinnati, Ohio, and here's what he writes. Dear Casey, this may seem to be a strange dedication request, but I'm quite sincere, and it'll need a lot if you play it. Recently, there was a death in our family. He was a little dog named Snuggles, but he was most certainly a part of... Let's come start again. I'm coming out of the record. Play the record, okay? Please. <clears throat> See, when you come out of those up-tempo goddamn numbers, man, it's impossible to make those transitions. And then you got to go into somebody dying. You know, they do this to me all the time. I don't know what the hell they do it for, but goddamn it, if we can't come out of a slow record, I don't understand it. Is Don on the phone? Okay, I want a goddamn concerted effort to come out of a record that isn't a fucking up-tempo record every time I do a goddamn death dedication. Now, make it, and I also want to know what happened to the pictures I was supposed to see this week. Since the God, last goddamn time, I want somebody to use his fucking brain to not come out of a goddamn record that is, uh, that, that's up-tempo, and I got to talk about a fucking dog dying. Like, zoinks, Shaggy, we're back. <laughs> <laughs> see in a world with uh tiktok like what, what's that i like him now i never liked casey Kasem. <laughs> now i love him uh, <laughs> uh you know what what kind of what kind of fun can we have like that if it wasn't for the ability to play shit like that on this show uh, i got a couple of uh censorship stories here two of them are from uh they're almost how would i phrase this like pillars of my of my childhood right i'm sure you got those things that you remember super fondly of that you know um maybe uh shows or bands that you were really into with your dad uh, did you have any that come to the top of your mind uh yeah v uh <gasps> The lizard people. Yes. <laughs> that, uh, that came from Fletcher, and I'm so glad that he got that during the live stream. <laughs> the lizard people. <laughs> the lizard people. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, uh, for, for, uh, for us, one of them was Mr. Bean with Rowan Atkinson. And from CBR.com, Rowan Atkinson says cancel culture fills him with fear. The star of British sitcom Mr. Bean said that cancel culture uh, fills him with fear about the future. The problem we have online is that an algorithm decides what we want to see, which ends up creating a simplistic binary view of society. It becomes a case of either you're with us or you're against us. And if you're against us, you deserve to be canceled. Atkinson told uh, radio times. It's important that we're exposed to a wide spectrum of opinion, but what we have now is the digital equivalent of a medieval mob roaming the streets, looking for someone to burn. Uh, so it is scary for anyone who's a victim of that mob. And it fills me with the fear about the future. 
The star added that playing his iconic Mr. Bean character is not something that he is looking forward to uh, reprising in the future. I don't much enjoy playing him. The weight of that responsibility is not pleasant. I find it stressful and exhausting, and I look forward to the end of it, he said. Uh, But he hasn't completely ruled out a return to Mr. Bean and has no qualms about voicing the character for an animated flick. Um, But who knew that Rowan Atkinson, Mr. Bean of all motherfuckers, would be so... Or such, I should say, a badass. <laughs> or a dumbass. He's never going to work again. You're oh. canceled, you son of a bitch, for not proposing what the fuck we think we should make you do. Sounds like a It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia episode. The gang cancels Mr. Bean. <laughs> the gang cancels Mr. Bean. <laughs> and then the flip side to what I got, how much of a, uh, of a Kiss fan are you? Not much, but really, seeing them live and uh, you know, God of Thunder is a pretty good song, I guess. You know, well, I I, you know, whatever. I don't. I hate to break your heart. I know how. I know how important Kiss is to Kiss fans, and I know you're a Kiss fan, so I'm. I won't rub it in. This is gonna. This is gonna get good. So you know, they were doing the thirteenth uh, anniversary of the. To that, what was it, 2002 farewell tour? 2001? <laughs> yeah, I think I saw them in 2009. <laughs> no, maybe it was I'd seen them two years ago. They came through maybe Minneapolis. Were they with um, uh, Ted Nugent? In, uh, for the reunion tours, yes, because, no, and sorry. For, so, yeah, the reunion tour was Skid Row. I'd seen that one too, but yeah, it was a uh, uh, Ted Nugent and I don't remember who the other band was. I want to say it was a little more contemporary to late nineties. That might have been, been like night two thousand. I think that was pre nine eleven. Yeah. Um, well, did you know that they played their uh, their quote unquote final for real this time show? Have you heard anything about this? No. Do you know where they did it? Where? All right. <laughs> the book is closed on Kiss 2020 Goodbye. The band's live stream event re- uh, broadcast from the Palm in Dubai. <laughs> Kiss played their final fucking show in Dubai. They got paid handsomely for doing that. I'll well, bet. you know, if you want to get that money, you got to you got to kind of play along with the system a little bit. Uh, <laughs> money's money, man. They had hey, to. Uh, this is our show. They had to tweak their one of their songs just a little bit because Dubai has. Uh, well, funny enough, God of Thunder. The band <laughs> replaced the phrase "Virgin Soul" to "Sacred Soul," and they also removed the word "bitch" from "A Hundred Thousand Years." A Hundred Thousand Years is a really kick-ass song, by the way. If anybody. <laughs> You got, you got money on that? Like how much they get paid? Any dollar figure? I uh well Your I can money. tell you I can tell you how much they would be fined for uh swearing. Oh, they also they also nixed the uh the blood spitting theatrics. So see this is the bullshit, man, right here. This okay. And kiss whatever. I look, I get it. I understand a performance, a show going and subjecting themselves to censorship to make a profit, you know, for such as this. And like, but whenever like 
Bruce Springsteen and Cirque du Soleil uh, cancel tours out of Greensboro, North Carolina and Raleigh, North Carolina because of the bathroom bill. But then they go play in Dubai and then they go play, you know, in other places like uh, Saudi Arabia, I believe. That's exactly where I was going, actually, Saudi Arabia. What the fuck? Hmm. You're cool with that, but we're just, we just don't want men in our women's bathrooms or vice versa. Right. I want to be transphobic now. <laughs> I'm not scared of them. Yeah. And uh, Dubai there, I guess they're pretty conservative about epithets that might not raise an eyebrow in America. Um, Anything seen as profanity or other bad language can be labeled as an obscene act. And the offenders can be fined as much as DHS 10,000. I'm not sure what DHS stands for. Or about 2,700 American. Or jailed. (laughs) Saying the word fuck is a crime in Dubai as it disgraces the honor or the modesty of a person. See, I can't go to Dubai. Oh, yeah. I Uh, say it. (laughs) God. Filmed it with 50 cameras and 360-degree views. can be seen anytime. You can go get your tickets right now and watch the final Kiss concert in Dubai. (laughs) Nah, Um, we're good. They also tried to set a Guinness World Book of Records, I suppose, with it. Uh, One was for the most flame projections launched simultaneously in the music concert. And the second was for the longest pre-recorded vocals of Paul Stanley played in a concert. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) you like that (laughs) i don't know man paul stanley when i saw him he's like hey you guys out there in the middle i'm coming to see you and he got on this little scooter you know and he like rode it out over the crowd and then he played a song and hey guys yeah, he's certainly no uh, David Lee Roth on the surfboard. No way. <laughs> David Lee Roth. Uh, they also set the record for the highest flame projections in a music concert with a new benchmark being 35 meters. So certainly went out with a bang. Uh, what was it? 22 songs. <clears throat> I mean, it's the same set list that Kiss has had since the reunion tour. <laughs> Yeah, it's all on Pro, Pro Tools tracks anyway. He said it, <laughs> not me, everybody. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I, but I guess they did make a fuck ton of money off of that. I can only imagine. I can only imagine hey, that. Uh, and then, and I get it, but don't don't like it. You know, go to all the places if you're going to do that. Don't pick and choose. That's my thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I apologize if I've made the joke before on Behind the Schemes, but the only thing that could finally put an end to KISS touring was COVID-19. Everybody touring, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Is it coming back? Here we go. Here's another one. Let's just go in there and base everything off pure nothing. What's what's happening with the COVIDs? Are we... Are, are we getting ready to have more lockdowns or since Joe Biden's coming in there, are we uh, getting ready to, hey, man, holy shit, the sun's coming out. The sky's blue. 
Look at the Blue Jays are tweeting in the, in the birdbath and they're flopping around, you know. And oh my God, a little ball bounces down the street and a, a beautiful little, you know, black child, black girl with, you know, beautiful hair comes out and, and starts to pick up the, you know, the ball and play in the street. And, this, and you know, and then a trans girl comes out. And then. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think at this point uh, you could probably insert anybody <laughs> into your anecdote, and it would it would uh, it would have the same effects, you know. <laughs> yeah, it was going, it was going somewhere. Then then the wheels fell off. Yeah. Anyway. Oh shit! Jesus, bring my wheel back. <laughs> but anyway, where you know? <clears throat> do I, I think- want? I want Booberry. What Booberry? What's going to happen? You know, Joe Biden's coming in here. We know he's got, you know, the leadership and the strength of of um, eighteen Abraham Lincoln's behind him. You know, to you know fix this problem that Donald Trump has created. What's going to happen? Well, I can say definitively, first off, that if I was Booberry, I'd certainly want Booberry too. Uh, second off. I mean, it's going to, I think it's going to be, they're going to feel it out a little bit. You already got Cuomo kind of warming up like, oh yeah, these lockdowns, it's not a good idea. We got to stop it. Uh, It would certainly make Biden quote unquote look pretty good. It really just depends on what this vaccine response is. I still think it's going to be pretty advantageous for these big box stores to keep making record profits uh, while, you know, the people that are, actually owning businesses and working that dream for themselves. I think it's going to be advantageous to fucking just liquidate all of them. Cause obviously we're going to need more space for Amazon warehouses. Well, shit, it's, going shit to turn out. Out, it's going to turn out that a lot of those uh, small businesses uh, are supporters of the Donald Trump administration, you know, and they're, they're going to need to be punished for that. Oh yeah. I had seen, uh, I, I don't know how valid this is, but I, on Andy knows Twitter, I guess in Portland, they were printing out all these flyers that you could put up on businesses state. You have been found guilty of racism, sexism, ableism, so on and so forth. And (laughs) they want to kill you. I mean, the, the ultimate goal of the communist is to kill you. I think they would only open back up just as much as they need to show uh, the sleepwalking wokers that, yeah, we're totally on your side. We're doing the right thing. And then as soon as other infrastructure is maybe in place, like they get the, the second and third rounds of the vac- vaccines out. Um, I mean, no agenda has been going hard on it. it it's so straight. Like this vaccine was so urgent and, and so critical. And, We've went from one vaccine or one vial, one person, one dose to like now they got three doses in them. Uh, you got to mix it. You got to keep it at sub-zero temperatures. Keep it frozen. It's only good for three no. days. Uh, it, it's you know. Yeah. Well, let's let's look at other pandemics real quick in through here history, and I'm just gonna bring you know the the one off the top of the head that's used in the memes that um. You know, my friends who support lockdowns used all the time. It's like, you know, the flu pandemic, 
from um what was that 1918 is that right something like that whatever and um and sorry i'm just tapping my finger on my microphone because that's what that's what you do you know <laughs> that's so hot <clears throat> anyway sorry about that but um you know they didn't have mass um you know uh vaccination programs distributed through bill gates and other people um but it lasted what two years total maybe you know and they still like had new year's eve at um in new york downtown new york which again i think i think we talked about this before and i got really mad man but damn yeah you're, you're a little terse that's some power to build de blasio going i'm gonna no y'all can't come out here just me just me and he was sitting there he was like he had a fucking boner we talked about <laughs> new year new power boner yeah anyway they're gonna you know they're gonna keep they've got the uh propaganda machine they need to keep everybody in fear whenever they feel like is needed i think that combined with some false flag uh you know maga riots coming up here you know like the twitter one or something like that they're gonna do something you know, Antifa is going to dress up like Trump, <laughs> just like Trump. Yeah, you know. Hey, what do you? Uh, real quick, uh, not to derail too hard, but you think his little uh, "not a concession" video was deep faked? I didn't see the video. Didn't watch it. I didn't watch the video. I got you. And, um, no, I don't think it. I, I, but I would go ahead and say that I don't think it would be deep faked because I don't see the need for it to be deep faked, you know? Mm -hmm. Hmm. Well, you know, only time's going to tell, you know, yeah. kind of like what we covered in the first part. I'm just, I'm so fucking sick of it and I'm sick of the gaslighting and, uh, you know, I'm sick of seeing everybody rise to the defense of these psychopaths. Uh, it, it's to me, it just, it's, it screams abusive relationships. One on one. Um, and, I'm sorry uh, you made me angry. Yeah. I'll, <laughs> I'll let you back out now. I'll let you, I'll let you out of the basement. That's my favorite. One of my favorite memes. It's got the guy that's like the girl with her black eyes and stuff. And he's like, I'm sorry. And he's Democrats. <laughs> yeah. Says, I'm sorry. You made me mad at you. Yeah, let's let's make up now. Yeah, uh, you know I do have this Vice article here. I don't know if you got any interest in it. <laughs> An A to Z of all things we lost in 2020. <laughs> Sanity. That's under <laughs> S, right? <laughs> a is for activities. <laughs> uh, I thought it was association. <laughs> the first thing to go this year was anything resembling fun. Everything from house parties to karaoke. Oh God, I miss karaoke. I'm a, I'm a. For any of our listeners out there, I adore karaoke in a very big way. I don't take it serious, but I love it and I miss it. I did not know that about you, and I respect that. I, yeah, I am with you on that. We should karaoke one night. Hell yes, yes dude. Do it. You know. Yeah, to call our karaoke a mostly peaceful protest. <laughs> 
It's a uh, good way to get a hangout. Oh, if this can if this is going to tell you uh, what direction this article is going. In the fully vaccinated future, not even the smallest of pleasures can be taken for granted. I never thought I'd be so excited to once again pick my nose in the big little. I don't know what the little is. L-I-D-L? No idea. B is for Boris Johnson. <laughs> okay, not really. But remember those few days... B is for bullets. Uh, remember those few days in April when we all thought the Prime Minister of the United Kingdom legitimately might die of COVID? Yeah! Fuck that guy! Death to him! This is this shit, man. I'm, I'm, I'm not fucking kidding about it. These people worship death. It's, mm-hmm. it's crazy. C is for casual sex. Hold <laughs> on. Oh, no, I must stop. <laughs> yeah, the leading cause of death worldwide last year was abortion. Like 40... 43 or something million abortions last year. Yeah. Anyway. It's, I, I don't know what happened to that article. It was somewhere, but uh, there was a doctor that was found collecting all the fetal tissue in his garage. <laughs> and it was a lot. I, <laughs> I think it was like 2,700. Like Dr. Hunter Biden. <sighs> <laughs> Gross. Mommy Jill's bringing it back to him. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Jill, Dr. Jill Biden. Remember, you remember that dumbass shit with a, a Whoopi Goldberg? It's like, I want Dr. Jill Biden to be ter- uh, Surgeon General. She's a good doctor. <laughs> and meanwhile, Dr. Jill's over there in the, in the corner being like, No, nah, I don't know anything. I hunger for fetal flesh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's my stomach growling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, C is for casual sex. There were several points this year, and I'm sure there will be more in 2021 when fucking someone you didn't live with was a chargeable criminal offense. God damn, that sounds like some sex crime, man. A ban on casual sex would was literally enshrined in British law, hampering the body count of slags across the nation. Slags is that a is that an offensive term? Nah. In creating a steep rise in the amount of empty condom packets visibly strewn around public parks. <laughs> uh, D is for Dominic Cummings' career, or how years of political grifting by an inadequate Dr. Carbuncle lookalike that even David Cameron disliked enough to describe as a career psychopath were undone by a trip to Durham. I have no idea who Dominic Cummings is. Don't really fucking care. E is for the economy. It just keeps going up and up and up. Where did the economy go? (laughs) Unless you own your own business and you're, you know, restaurant that's being shut down or something. Uh, I mean, it was kicking ass. I mean, it wasn't doing great beforehand, but I imagine a second 21st century reduce the deficit narrative will go down like a sour load against the backdrop of the government's flagrant waste of public money this year, including a 15 billion PPE uh, scandal and a 12 billion dollar test and trace systems that still doesn't work properly. Yep. Who cares about any of that shit? That's all out the window. That right there. Yeah. The next administrations are already Joe Biden. I think this is trillions, trillions, 218 billion. What numbers don't matter? Just spend it. Everything's made up and the points don't matter. (laughs) 
F is for festivals. <laughs> Summertime in the UK is defined by congregating in large crowds to shout, drink, fall asleep on the grass, hands folded across your stomach, hat balanced on your sunburned face, lulled like a baby by a massive sound system vibrating the ground and your organs from about 10 feet away. Without this, we are nothing. That's a little bit of a, uh, that's a little bit of a jump. I, I think, I think a lot of people are capable of not, spending their lives de- uh, devoted to festivals. I don't know. I mean, the fire, fire, fire Island, uh, fire festival scandal maybe says otherwise. Um, G is going shopping. You want anything? Perhaps the only true loss of working in an office is a sick thrill of stealing company time by pooping into the corner shop every 45 minutes for a, Oh, <laughs> whoops. <laughs> I thought it said pooping, but it says popping. Perhaps the only true loss of working in an office is the sick thrill of stealing company time by popping to the corner shop every 45 minutes for a diet Coke and a twirl. But I guess we could also pop over to the corner shop for a l- little poop in action every 45 minutes. Uh, H is for high street bands. I is for influencers. If there's one thing we learned this year, it's that the apocalypse will not be uh, hashtag spawn con. JK, uh, J is for JK Rowling's reputation. Uh, if I were a beloved billionaire with all the opportunities in the world at my fingertips, I would simply, I simply wouldn't be online. I might have an egg account for the explicit purpose following locked meme accounts or maybe drop the occasional unhinged performance pieces to camera like to to camera like Anthony Hopkins in an event what I absolutely wouldn't be doing is pissing a lifetime's worth of achievements up the wall by digging myself into a morally repugnant position but that's just me morally Can't, repugnant yeah talking about uh, rolling and I, I guess her uh, then what the fuck is her oh man that's just by calling it morally repugnant. She's just saying, you know, sorry, if you were a boy, you've never been a woman and you're not a woman. That's not morally repugnant. Well, wasn't the, the, like the direct quote was saying that, uh, only, only women experience menstruation or something, yeah. something to that capacity. That's true. It's the science, you damn science fucking lovers. <laughs> I mean, what do you have to get fucking uh, Bill Nye to say it or something? Or what's the black? I, I don't. I don't uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. I don't yeah, think either one of them. The only one they listen to. Well, then they would be canceled. I feel like so. I, I can't imagine they'd ever. Uh, but that's actual science. That is real. Speaking of speaking of actual science, K is for the Kardashians. That's <laughs> there is weird science in that. Uh, oh, there isn't that isn't that related to the Jenner and Kanye? Oh, with them getting a uh, well, uh, yeah, I guess supposedly I haven't seen much else on it, but uh, Kanye and Kim getting a divorce. Who cares? But the fact of the matter is, that it was isn't isn't the aren't the Kardashians somehow tied to Jenner, Caitlyn? Oh yeah, uh, uh, I forget which ones are the the children, 
but Jenner was married to uh, the mom there for a little while. So Bruce was married to Kim's mom. I, you're asking the wrong person right now. <laughs> well, I don't know. It's just I'm trying to work out this science. Anyway. Uh, L is for landlords. Oh, I wish this were true in a literal sense. Wow. But they have at least been struggling this year, and there's nothing they can really do about it. They'll come back with a vengeance in 2022 and start charging 4,500 pounds to rent a one-bedroom flat in Margate. But right now, they're getting a taste of what it's like to struggle unfairly, like people with real jobs, which has been a nice treat. God damn it. Who is the author of this fucking piece of shit? (laughs) Motherfucker, you've never invested your money into anything. This guy's never done any work in his life. Or girl, who wrote this? What's the author's name? So this is a Vice article? Yeah, from the UK, from the looks of it. Oh, God Uh, damn This motherfucker... You, if by being a landlord, you spend a shit ton of money to buy and maintain a home to rent, and you have to keep it to all kinds of government standards to be able to do it. And then renters can come in and shit all over your stuff and go, fuck you, I'm not paying. And the government goes, yeah, you know, it's cool. They're poor. You're rich. And but you still owe us the property tax, not the renters. And guess what? Your property tax is going up a lot because we need more money because we're losing money in this COVID shit. The uh, the article links me to a Twitter account uh, by the name of Ed. Yay! Twitter. Oh, Emma Emma Garland for uh, Vice UK writer and culture editor. Culture editor. Emma. Garland. She has never done anything other than be in school and then go write a fucking paper with somebody. Emma Garland, contact me and prove me fucking wrong. You suck. Well, uh, I I'm gonna I'm gonna take her side here for a second, and I can read you this tweet because that's doing something. She wrote a tweet that. Uh, rancid that white supremacists being escorted into a government building going, yep, now make it so Trump is king forever while I take a pick in Pelosi's swivel chair and then escorted back out as both the shittiest coup attempt in history and a pitch-perfect recruitment tool. Recruitment tool to what? Be a Nazi! (laughs) (laughs) Motherfucker, we got jobs! (laughs) Damn it. This is just complete asinine shit. You're just like, you, they, you live in such a bubble. I don't even understand. You've never, how, uh, I don't know what to think. It's like, if I, you, if I was your professor reading this paper, you'd be like, why did you give me an F? And I'm because you're a fucking idiot. And that's what it stands for. F is fucking idiot. You know? And, <laughs> And none, nothing is researched, and and there's, you know, you're just. What, what do you, what do you think? What do you think M stands for? Menstruation. It went away with the trans. Before. <laughs> M is for meals. <laughs> Not at my house. Uh, N is for new seasons of TV shows we were all waiting for. 
Yeah. Uh, fans of Atlanta, Succession, Euphoria, The Handmaid's Tale, Peaky Blinders, and Untitled Goonies pilot have all been left thirsty this year. Hey. Oh, is huh? What? Huh? Boo! Fucking who? O is for office culture. <laughs> P is for Prince Philip. Another year, another unsubstantiated rumor that Prince Philip has died. At least something was consistent in 2020. Uh, Q is for Q. Uh, QAnon supporters being a niche internet thing. It's really hard to take the Democrats' position of the adults are the ba- are the adults are back in the room seriously when at least one confirmed QAnon subscriber has been elected to the house of representatives what uh i believe it's georgia there's there was someone recently that won an election and they outed themselves as a q believer well whatever so what r is for the royal family uh, they experienced a fracture of its own this year on the 31st of march harry and megan split from the royal family to become financially independent the decision was made largely due to the way Megan was treated by the press, who in turn skirted over those bits and uh, dramatically dubbed the whole thing Mexit because we live in an insane place. No mention of Prince Andrew, by the way. Uh, no, I was getting ready to say that. Damn it. You beat me to it, you bastard. Uh, <laughs> I was going to jump right in. I was like, but but what about that other one? <laughs> what about the one that doesn't sweat? The one that was hanging out with the... Chief Justice John Roberts with this other guy on this weird island that was called pa, 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 something. Pa. It began with a P. Was it? Was it? Was it? Was it? Uh, fuck Island, but P F U C K. Pretty much. <laughs> S is for word from. Excuse me. Sorry, I shouldn't have done that. Ghislaine Maxwell and her. Ghislaine. It's Ghislaine Malachi. Ghislaine. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> S is for social media. Now that Instagram has become a dumping ground for infographics and Twitter, a boxing ring for enraged millennials and reactionary columnists. <laughs> Isn't that what that person is? <laughs> the great apps. Emma, the tw- Emma, I'm talking to you. God, uh, unless you log on specifically to experience the most joyless existence imaginable, all that's left is TikTok and r slash brushy brushy. <laughs> uh, time a t t is for time. The concept of time. Please enjoy. Please enjoy this candid video of me three pilsners deep on a Tuesday evening in lockdown, talking to myself. Three. Why should I live in history, huh? <laughs> I don't want to know anything anymore. This is a world where nothing is solved. And someone once told me time is a flat circle. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> <laughs> they embedded a true detective clip in here. Uh. Uh, U is for uppers. Usually the UK's favorite medicine. Uppers are currently in their flop era. <laughs> While I'm, cocaine, is that what's going on? Well, I would guess uh, cocaine, methamphetamine, ecstasy, Molly, uh, PCP, maybe. 
Not because everything's filled with fucking fentanyl. That's why. Uh, while I'm sure they fueled some blowouts over the truly dedicated, doing a lonely bag than suffering a come down in the current climate sounds like Cronenberg material. Fittingly, 2020 has been the year of the mushroom. Huh. V is for vanity. This probably isn't true in a wider sense, but it has been fun to watch the degree of effort people putting into things such as getting fully dressed before the 10 a.m. Zoom meeting sharply decline over the last nine months. W is, w is for wildlife. Uh, while the uh, Australian brush fires feel like they happened about 10 years ago as part of the 2020 timeline, a devastating fire season for the country burned an estimated 72,000 square miles and killed at least 34 people and nearly 3 billion terrestrial vertebrates, as well as accelerating the extinction crisis for species such as koalas and wombats. But if your parents still think the climate crisis is fake because it snowed in June once when they were four, there it is. Candy guy. There it is. There it is. Where's my ding, 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 ding. Here it is right here. Hold on. Got a bell. God almighty. But we got to put in our communist bullshit here because you know what? Nothing natural could happen. It links to an article that says how to radicalize your parents on climate change. Jesus. Uh, Emma Garland, communist. Tune in next week to Behind the Schemes as we radicalize your parents. Yes, your parents are going to listen to Van Halen 2 from beginning to end and smoke a joint. (laughs) X, X is for kissing. Couldn't think of anything beginning with X, so I chose to interpret it. Uh, this as the international symbol of kissing. Dumb as shit. She couldn't say a xylophone because stu- students can't go, children can't go to art class at school and play the xylophones that are there in the building because she's too fucking dumb and communist to think up something as simple as xylophone. Uh, <laughs> speaking Sorry, of young people, this is why. The future of young people. It doesn't look great, I won't lie. As a member of the generation that graduated directly into the aftermath of the 20, uh, 2008 financial crisis, I'd say you can expect some dark years on universal credit, a series of unfulfilling temp jobs in the service industry, and generally having your adulthood stunted to the point where you will find yourself in your early 30s and materially in the same position as someone 10 years younger. You will eventually move out of your parents' house and have a viral tweet, though. So there's that to look forward to. How old is this girl? I don't know. Fucking 12. Z. Z is for Zoom quiz. Fly high the Zoom quiz, birth and seen off by overexposure in the space of about two and a half weeks. May you never be remembered. Yikes. I don't know what a Zoom quiz is. Uh, you know, funny enough, I had a conversation with someone that's in uh, high school, and we, they they play in the uh, in the band, the concert band, and it turns out that the thing about the mask playing your instruments, uh, excuse me, is true. Having <laughs> to put the mask on, cut a hole, and because um, that's smart. You know, it kind of fucked me up a little. It it. it mess with me because uh, we didn't get super in depth. You know, I I didn't want to like overstep any fucking uh, lines or anything, but I was like, 
Yeah, there's so much about this where it's the 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 pharmaceutical companies and the news organizations have it in the bag because they're going to get people to be mouthpieces for them to get them to defend the matrix for them. I don't think I said matrix. And we, we got into some more of the other stuff, like the, the 10 years to flatten the curve, Easter 2030. And uh, probably the most striking thing that he told me is that, you know, in eight months, you're the first person to say any of this to me. And, and he said, yeah, uh, this is kind of a paraphrase, but you know, at school, you know, if you come out and say anything like this, you're just, you're a terrorist at this point. And I was like, man, this kid is half my fucking age and has pretty much got it figured out. <laughs> God, man, that's, that's, that's terrifying. Yeah. Just the, the amount of control they have over the, uh, the minds of the, the youth, you know, yeah. from, from, from the very beginning, I, I, I'm thinking of homeschooling my daughter, you know, but I got to te- talk my wife into it because she's a, she's a Democrat, you know? So she believes that like, I think she believes that, um, maybe the, the Capitol building thing was worse than nine 11 in a lot of ways. I don't know. You know, it's like she, she's fallen into that, <clears throat> Uh, images, you know, the image propaganda, you know, should uh, try and get her turned on to no agenda, you know, but she doesn't get into the news. So, (laughs) yeah, I don't know, (laughs) or at least destructing it. I don't know. Well, uh, we're right at that two hour mark. So I think, uh, I think I got one more topic that I'd like to touch on, uh, unless you guys, um, so I did the uh, crossover with Sir Seat Sitter of Abs and a Six Pack, which I do kind of feel <laughs> I do feel somewhat bad because it ended up being about a five hour episode, uh, for which I apologize about that. And we're only halfway through, <laughs> but it was still a really great, uh, fantastic time. And there was something that came up in the midst of our conversation. And I, I really get the sinking suspicion that. Uh, given like all of this death cult stuff and the Saturn references and this technocratic uh, overruling of fundamental personal freedoms, Saturn references, could you Saturn death cult references like uh, that, that's a, that's attributed to a lot of um, symbology that you see with not only major religious organizations, but Hollywood, you know, I, all of the I stuff. Um okay. Yeah, it, it's it's a uh, it's worth a bigger conversation than this right now. Okay, that's all. I was just wanting you know. But keep- what what I think it's going to come down to is this transhumanistic agenda, which we've touched on before, where you start to integrate uh, technology on a like a genetic level, right? And to me, the best way to describe what that divide is going to look like. Are you a carbon based life form or are you a silicon based life form? That's all it's going to fucking take. You know, all of this other ideology stuff, I think it's going to fall to the wayside. All of these, these religious, um, uh, feuds 
are going to fall to the wayside and it's everything's going to get sucked up into uh, one state of being or the other state of being. And the reason I say this because the Harvard Health Publishing of Harvard Medical School, Harvard Medical School did something kind of fucking crazy. Scientists create the first 3D miniature working heart model. A team of scientists have created a tiny heart muscle pump using human cells and a three-dimensional bioprinter. The model heart, which was fit to, uh, which was sized to fit inside of a mouse's abdominal uh, cavity, may one day prove useful for studying new heart medications and other therapies. They say. The researchers first tried uh, first tried using heart muscle cells in the 3D printer, but the cells didn't grow to a sufficient size and volume, so they instead used so-called uh, pluripotent stem cells, which have the ability to transform into different cell types. After printing a chambered structure, they were able to program the stem cells to become cardiomyocytes, uh, which they then began to organize and work together. Within about a month, the cells begin beating together similar to a human heart. And uh, this research is further detailed in a study published July 3rd, 2020, in the journal Circulation Research. Any thoughts on that? Well, I think that um, that's natural progression. You know, um, I think I, I don't know how... <clears throat> I mean, I get it. I I, I kind of understand the, the theory, the transhumanistic theory, the the lust for um, eternal life by the you know lizard people, and um, <clears throat> but at the same time, like the three D heart model would be a natural progression of of science, you know. You're you're learning new shit. You're you're uh, creating new technologies, and you're pushing them all to the limits constantly in order to grow and develop. You know. I just kind of based off of your response, it just makes me wonder: Are we stuck in a position where it becomes inevitable that the new world order, you know, really takes? a firm and uh, coherent shape in the world. It, it, because to me, this is, while yes, it's, you know, it's big leaps and, uh, and it's revolutionary for science and medication, just like with all things, I feel like, you know, at some point these, these lizard fucks are going to get their hands on it and perverse it for the worse where they take, these tactics that have proven effective in the past with uh, just dividing the population. And I, I feel like there's no argument that can be made to me, at least that will change my mind any other way that it's just going to, uh, it's just going to come down to, you know, do you have the uh, augmentation? Do you have the chips? Do you have the, you know, maybe, maybe it'll take a couple hundred years. I don't know. Um, but I think it's going to become a, it's going to become a, a truly like, uh, profane as the flesh and sacred as the chip. Yeah. I, uh, 
It's yeah. It would be hard to. It would be silly. I guess it would be a good way to to think. <laughs> silly. That. Uh, really, uh, possible. You know what I mean, or not? Not even not possible, but not like a natural path of least resistance to take for like the new world order and the evil people and the uh, and the science. Does that make sense? You know, and it, you know to develop this and to gain more domination. You know. Total control. Total control, man. Well, I mean, there's only uh, one way we'll know, and that's just by uh, <laughs> seeing what the fuck happens. Well, we're at an interesting point in life. We're, we're coming out of an era where you, you know, we built up some shit where you had like the Beatles, Jimi Hendrix, Van Halen with David Lee Roth. Um, <laughs> You know, and even some really shitty bands like um, U2. U2. <laughs> God damn, not that shitty. Fuck. <laughs> they lost me. I'm not good. You don't get to put your shit on my phone. You oh, yeah. That was just wrong. And it was disgusting. And I think it's still on my phone. I think it is. You know, anyway, I don't want to go there. It'd be don't. an interesting topic to hear uh, Grumpy Old Ben's cover. I don't know if they've ever touched that one. That would be pretty uh, fucking cool, though. You know, but that that was the death. You know, but um, where was I going with my thoughts? You know, um, yeah, we we went out of an era where we had great entertainment. We had uh, growth and with the Internet and, and freedom of speech like we've never had before. You know, like freedom of information. You know, you've been able to look shit up. Uh, they're shutting this shit down right now. Yep. Too many people can know too many things, and that's not cool because they're starting to question us on our motives, and we can't debate. And that's what we're at right now, and that's what's um, going down, and people want it. People overwhelmingly need it. They need it. They need they need to be told what to believe. You know? Yeah. My uh my final thoughts for tonight is well, did you like the war on drugs? That's pretty cool. How about the satanic panic? You felt pretty good about that one? Oh, war on crime? Hell yeah. Uh probably everybody's hand probably everybody hand down hands down favorite the war on terror it, it's it's an amalgamation it's like fucking voltron forming but uh this war on information is gonna form the head and just bend us all over and uh have have its uh merry wicked little way with us <laughs> that would be some amazing show art like voltron and it's the war on terror and the war on information <laughs> well there's interesting things, man, coming up. My my final thoughts are, you know, I am uh, I'm trying to open my phone here because I was just sent a text here. Um, I, you know, this is, and I did. I'm not going to talk about it, but I'm just going to I'm going to put it out there because it just came in from a friend of mine who, you know, he he doesn't send me shit this stupid, but I I am in the belief right now 
Right now, I'm 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 so let down that I think Trump is just he has no allies. He's on his own and there's nothing really he can do. But I was just sent a text. You know, it was like better start asking hashtag where's Nancy? First the execution of the insurrection act and now this interesting twist. We may just have some good news ahead. So if you go to YouTube, you could look up better start asking hashtag where's Nancy. And it's a C-SPAN. And so the clerk, clerk, the speaker's rooms, Washington, D.C. Anyway, I haven't watched it. I haven't watched it, but I'm just throwing it out there. And I, because I, I, I have this weird fucked up shit going on, man. Cause I know shit is, I know the depth of corruption in the government. I think that Donald Trump was the one that wasn't corrupt. And that's what I've always believed to begin with. But I mean, they're fucking laying it down to him. Like nothing else I've ever seen. Does he just lay down and die? Or is he going to throw something back? I've been waiting for shit to be thrown back for four years and nothing's been thrown back. So I don't think anything's going to be thrown back in the next 13 days. You know what I mean? Yep. And I think we're all fucked. (laughs) Well, you know, not to sound like a broken record, but uh, only time will tell. Uh, In that regards, you got uh, anything else you want to add for tonight? Only time will tell, brother. All right. Be sure to check us out on our website, Behind the Schemes, SCH3N3S, at uh, .com. <laughs> you can email us at Behind the Schemes, SCH3N3S, at ProtonMail.com. Uh, follow us on SockNet for what it's worth. I mean, we have accounts, but uh, they probably won't be up there all that long. Um. To, uh- I won't be checking them. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Straight from the Minneapolis, I'm Booberry, where I used to like getting dominated, but not in this fashion. And out in the swamps of southeastern North Carolina, it's Malachi, mad as fuck. At least I can hide in the swamps for a minute, a few <laughs> rounds. But they'll get me. They'll get me before they get you. Hell yeah, brother. All right. Well, I hope everybody has a good night. Thanks for listening. Adios.